Am I on? Yes? Yeah? All right, awesome. All right, so good seeing everybody here today. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Ricky, did you know what I was preaching on today? No idea? No. All right, that last song is Holy Spirit driven because it is exactly what I am preaching on today. We had no idea. We didn't set this up ahead of time. We didn't, Ricky and I didn't chat about what parable I was talking on, what I was preaching about. And that last song is exactly what the message is about today. Like, isn't that amazing how God works? Give, him a round of, give God a round of applause, absolutely. That's Holy Spirit right there. That is not us. That is not something that we set up, but rather something the Holy Spirit had prepared and gathered for us for today. Oh, goodness. It gave me shivers. It really did. <laughs> like, got goosebumps all over me. All right, so good morning. Thank you so much again for being here. Um, wow, Flint City, we've got some exciting things going on. So many exciting things. So happy to have Ernesto back and be with us next week again. Um, so excited to hear about all the stories that he's going to be able to share. So as Michelle read, we're going to be in the passage of Luke 13, 20, and 21 today. And so uh, uh, this parable, as I was preparing, you know, Jared had his funny story when he was getting this message ready, his message ready. I have my funny story as well. So uh, a little while back ago, we were talking about, all right, what are we going to preach on? We're going to be talking about parables. So John puts what parable he's going to preach on. Jared puts what parable he wants to preach on. Ernesto says what parable he wants to preach on. I say, well, you know, I think I would like to preach on Luke 13, 20, and 21. Or it's also in Matthew. So if you flip over to Matthew with me for just a moment, Matthew 13, 33, says this. Matthew 13, 33. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven that a woman took and hid in three measures of flour till it was all leavened. And so I get a funny message later that day. He's like, James, your message is on one verse. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. But what a passage. What a parable. Now, I'll tell you something. I have learned more about yeast and leaven in this last week and a half than I could ever know. <laughs> I learned so much about how to make bread. <laughs> I was like, should I may just make bread for everybody for Sunday? And, you know, I can start passing it out. So, you know, just as an example. Um, but no, I didn't do that. All right. This is what Levin said is according to America's Heritage Dictionary. An agent such as yeast that causes batter or dough to rise, especially by fermentation. An element, influence, or agent that works subtly to lighten enliven, or modify a whole. So yeast or leaven works slowly and subtly. It does not make an immediate difference. I learned that you cannot take just a little bit of leaven, and this is just a little bit of leaven, not even a handful, it's just a pinchful in your hand. You cannot take just a little bit of leaven, put it in some dough, mix it in, and be like, poof, it's good to go. It takes time. It actually takes uh, about 10 to 12 hours for it to start rising. Now, a lot of fun for you after this message. Go home, go to YouTube, and look up 
uh, fermentation or yeast fails. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of bread out there that just kind of explodes. <laughs> and so I've watched a lot of time-lapse videos. I've watched like how it works. Um, and I, I watch like these breads that just kind of overflow the pans and just kind of goes crazy and goes nuts. Too much yeast, too much leaven. And it is a lot of fun to watch, all right? Now, many times throughout Scripture, many times throughout the entire time of Jesus talks and, and the disciples are talking, leaven or yeast is used as kind of an example of sin in our lives. So going to this parable for me was something that was a little different for me because I'm not used to the kingdom of heaven being likened to leaven. Because a lot of times leaven or yeast is used as an example of our sin in our lives. But today, we're not going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about how the kingdom of heaven makes a difference in our world today. Like leaven, what is the kingdom of heaven doing in our world right now? Well, first off, the kingdom of heaven starts off on a small amount, small scale. The reign of God starts with the resurrection of the Son and the disciples. The kingdom of the reign of God on earth starts with the resurrection of his Son and the disciples showing Christ. Now, Christ spent a lot of time with a lot of people. We hear mostly about the 12 disciples, right? We hear a lot about Matthew. We hear, hear a lot about Peter. We hear a lot about James and John. Right? This is the, his core group of people that he called to follow him and to teach and to guide and to lead, right? to be showing them what the future of the church is going to look like. With me, with Jesus, the reign of the kingdom of heaven came to earth. The reign of the kingdom of heaven came to earth in just a small amount and he says, I'm going to share this with you. I'm going to lead you. I'm going to teach you. I'm going to prepare you for the future of what this is going to look like. A very small group of people. Now, he had his 12 disciples that he led and taught, right? There was multitudes of people that were always following him, that were always glean, or, uh, gleaning what knowledge he had to offer. But these 12 men spent three years with him spent three years getting to know what the future was going to look like, what was going to be expected of them. Yeast, or leaven, is very small but makes a big difference. The kingdom of heaven here on earth started with these 11 men, counting out Judas, of course. But like leaven, God's kingdom goes on to radically change everywhere that it touches. I want to show you an example of one of the first times that the, those disciples got to share the word of the Lord and got to share what the kingdom of heaven was going to look like. Acts 2, 37-41. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? 
at this point, let me describe what's going on. Peter had just shared his first sermon after receiving the Holy Spirit. He had just shared his very first sermon with the people in his community. And he said, Peter said to them, Repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And with many other words, he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. So those who received his word were baptized, and there were added that day 3,000 people. 3,000 souls were added to the kingdom of heaven here on earth that day. Woo! If only I could have seen that. <laughs> only I could have witnessed that. Such a joyous event. For the Bible says that every soul that comes to know the, the Lord, angels celebrate in heaven. For we have the choice to come to know God, but they were made to know God. For every soul that comes to know the Lord, they celebrate. Man, what an event that could have been. To see that amazing, amazing time that happened here. But the kingdom of heaven here on earth started with the Son to show his disciples and be like, here's what it's going to look like. Here's what it's going to be. And Peter went out, shared a sermon after receiving the Holy Spirit, and souls were saved. Multitudes of people. From there, they went on to different countries, they went on to different regions and shared the love of God, and the church grew and grew and grew. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I have water. <coughs> Thank you. So, I was trying to think of an example for this. But um, I wanted to grab some Diet Pepsi and Mentos. <laughs> uh, but I don't think that uh, Ernesto would have liked it very much if he came back and saw Diet Pepsi all around. All right, but you know what it looks like. That very small piece of candy put into one bottle of Diet Pepsi. The chemical changes that happen and the explosion that happens afterwards. The disciples were radically changed by Jesus Christ. They were radically changed by who he was and what he taught. And it went on from there and exploded. What an amazing, amazing event. So what started out as small, permeated, and grew larger than life. Grew larger than life. Secondly, the leaven isn't always seen working. We don't see it. Unless you're sitting there and be like, Anybody ever done that? Right? No. <laughs> right? Because it would be really boring. <laughs> right? Now, the time-lapse videos, those were a lot of fun. But I'm not going to sit there and watch and watch and watch the leaven work. I'm not going to sit there and watch the yeast continue to work. The leaven isn't seen always working. We can't see the leaven work. I can't see the sugars being broken down in the bread and, and creating CO2. I cannot see the, the effects within the dough that are being permeated. Everything that's inside of it continue to grow, right? I cannot see that all. 
Church, God's kingdom is here at work right now. God's kingdom is at work in our entire world. It's at work in our communities. It's at work in our state and our country and all across the world. God's kingdom is at work. We as Christians, we like to try to, to complain about, well, well, this is not going right for us or this isn't going right for us, but we fail to often realize what God is doing. He is working. He is doing some amazing, amazing, amazing things, Christians. Let not, let's not cast our eyes on the, the negatives of what's going on in our culture. Let's not cast our eyes on what's all wrong in our culture, but let's cast our eyes on what is going right. It's what we're not seeing right now. So let me share some of these things that are being seen right now. Asbury, the revival going on. It's unexplicable. It is extraordinary what happened at Asbury University. Cedarville University. In Mexico, right now, there's a revival happening and people getting saved and baptized. Souls coming to know the Lord. Uganda, Philippines, Israel. I watched a video of people at the Wailing Wall Worshiping our Lord and Savior. In Israel, you know right inside that wall is under Muslim control? Can you imagine the voices that were being heard of listing up the Lord at that time? What a huge difference. Sanford University, Belmont University, and there is so much more that is happening right now. God's kingdom is blooming God's kingdom is at work. God's kingdom is blowing up. As Christians, we cannot be blind to this. We cannot be blind to God's work. Let's not also be bystanders. Let's not have it stop here. We need to see it. We need to watch it. Do you think this is what's going on in the news right now? No. I had to seek it out. I had to seek these things out and look for them. Christians, let's let this be visible. Be a part of it. Acts 1.8 says this. This is one of my favorite passages. and I'll, I'll say that about a lot of passages, but this is really one of my favorite passages in the Bible. So when the disciples had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed on his own authority, but verse 8 says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Now his disciples still hadn't gotten it. They still, even after the resurrection of Jesus Christ, they still didn't get it. They're like, are you going to restore the kingdom? Are you ready to, to make Rome under your control again? Are you going to make our kingdom what it's supposed to be again? But the Lord's like, no, that is not what I came to do. I am actually sending you out to restore the kingdom of heaven here on earth. Here you go. And he tells them exactly how to do it. Now I want to show you some pictures here that I found. Do you got those, John? Awesome. This is Asbury University. This is a project 
by, let me get her name, Eliza Crawford, a project for her at school. That's Ezra University. You can go to the next picture for a moment. There's the effects. I want you to really just look at this picture for just a moment to realize the magnificence of what God's kingdom is doing here on our earth. The effects of everybody who has come to this university in this time and gone back home. Just look at it for a moment. Take it in. Let's read that verse one more time. Acts 1.8. So you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. God's kingdom. Started out with a very small, small amount of people. The yeast. Say, with my death and resurrection, it is going to explode. It is going to create something beyond what any of us can even fathom. So amazing watching this spread of the gospel around the world. So, thirdly, church, what do we do with this? Be an agent of change. Be an agent of change. Just like leaven is the agent of change within a thing of dough. As Christians, we are called to be an agent of change in our world. To show the kingdom of heaven. Christians, along with the Holy Spirit, are used as the agents of change like yeast in our culture. We are used by the Holy Spirit to go out and share the gospel to the ends of the world. So church, what are we going to do to be an agent of change? What, what does that look like? Well, Christ has changed us all from the inside out. And we need to expand. Christ has changed us from the inside out. And I don't know about you, church, but for me, it happened slowly. For me, I didn't always see it. But when the Holy Spirit comes into our lives, when I say, Christ, please come into my life, Christ, I want a relationship with you. Now, don't get me wrong. Salvation is not some golden ticket magic prayer uh, lead you to the altar like sit down right here and, and say the magic prayer and you're going to get to heaven. No, that's not what salvation is. Salvation is a relationship with Jesus Christ. And when you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit leads us and guides us and changes us from the inside out. And it happens slowly. It's not going to happen like that. It's not going to be a complete change like a 180, like boom, here you go. Sometimes you're not going to see it. Sometimes other people aren't going to see it. But when you have a continued relationship with Jesus Christ, he changes us. The Holy Spirit changes us. 
if you are here and don't know Christ yet, you have not made Christ the center of your life, if you have not let him permeate who you are, make today the day to experience this amazing change that is happening in our world right now. Be a part of it. I know, John, I didn't give you this verse. This is a kind of a last-minute add-in, but 2 Corinthians 3.18 says this. And all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. I have a note here in my Bible. I've had this Bible, goodness. Um, I got it when I was ordained, actually. It's been almost, what, 10 years? I have this note in my Bible. I didn't write here what I was writing by the sermon. Having the Spirit brings change. Having the Spirit brings change. Leaven or yeast brings change to the dough, just like the Holy Spirit brings change to the kingdom of God. Church, there's a reaction happening. There's a change happening. Be a part of it. If you have not come to know the Spirit, if you have not had started a relationship with Jesus Christ, start now. Start today. Let him lead you right now. If you are a Christian, if you are a part of the church, if you do have a relationship with Christ, how are you helping expand the kingdom? How are we helping expand the kingdom? Well, start off small. Obey the king. Serve Flint. Speak Jesus. Next Saturday, we have our food pantry. Right? It's next Saturday? Yeah, it's next Saturday. <laughs> next Saturday at 1030. We have our food pantry where we are able to share the love of Christ with other people and pray with people and talk to them, get to know them. The lives that have been changed just coming through this line, and I'm telling you what, if you haven't seen this line before, it passes back beyond this light over here. It is crazy to be able to see the lives that are changing just by being able to talk to people and to pray with people. Be a part of it. Serve Flint. Speak Jesus. Obey the King. What else? Church, don't be blind to what's happening. Get to know what's happening. Be aware of it. Pray for the revivals. Pray for the revivals that are happening all across the world. Oh my goodness. Like I've seen, I've seen so many pastors on like TikTok and Facebook be like, well, change isn't happening. It's just an emotional experience. Guess what? God is making something work right now and right here. God is changing lives. We see on that map, we see the effects of what is happening. Do not let anybody else's negative mindset affect how we think God's kingdom is at work. God is doing something special. Pray for it. Pray that the lives that are being changed are able to go back to their homes, go back to their countries, and share what Jesus has done in their lives. 
what the Holy Spirit is continuing to do in their lives every single day. That's change. That is an expansion of God's kingdom. Pray for the revivals. Lead change where you are. Lead change where you are. You don't have to go out to Uganda or Mexico or Israel to share the love of God. Lead change right where you are. The students at Asbury University, the Holy Spirit led them to do that. That was not an adult that came in and shared the kingdom of God with them. That is not an adult who said, hey, I've got a big revival that's going to be happening. Invite all your friends. This is students. Students who led this revival to where it was. Holy Spirit driven, of course. Lead change where we are. In workplaces. In schools. In our community. We don't have to be at a big revival at a university or, or a, a big revival in Israel or a big revival in uh, wherever. Right here. Change can happen right here. So, if you have not, if you have not let that change permeate who you are yet, come and talk to us today. Myself, I'll be up here to pray with you. Pastor John will be around. If you have not let that change happen in your life yet, and the Holy Spirit is not changing you on a daily basis, come and pray with us. In front of you, there are cards. There are cards for Flint City Church there. Right on the bottom it says, how can we pray for you? Or do you need to know the Lord? If that's one of the things that need to happen today, if the Holy Spirit is beginning to change your life right now, let us pray with you. Be a part of what's going on. Be an agent of change. Let's pray. brings shivers to seeing what you're doing. It brings tears to my eyes to see the souls and the lives that are being changed right now, Lord. And Lord, even I was, I was skeptical at first. I wonder what's happening. Didn't quite understand it. Lord, but it is so amazing to see. So great to see the expansion of your kingdom and what is happening right now. Lord, so we pray as a church right now that all these revivals that are happening worldwide, whether it's Israel, Mexico, Uganda, universities, Lord, we pray over those souls, those lives that are going to be changing right now. We pray for all the people that are going back to their homes with changed lives, Lord, that they can be a change where they are. Lord, we pray for a revival across our entire world. Lord, I just know there are so many celebrations that are happening right now up there. Well, it's probably a big old party. 
Lord, we thank you. We thank you to just be able to see what you're doing. Holy Spirit, we thank you for the lives that you are changing as we speak right now. Lord, I pray for us here at Flint City. I pray for every soul that's in this room, for all those that are watching online. Lord, if you're working in them right now, Lord, I pray that they seek you. They seek your face. Lord, I pray that they have a relationship with you and start that right now. Thank you for today, Lord, and I pray that as we go out into our communities today, that you, you, you use us. Use our church to make a difference. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, church.